Law 14. Pose as a friend, work as a spy. Knowing about your rival is critical. Use spies to gather valuable information that will keep you a step ahead. Better still, play the spy yourself. In polite social encounters, learn to probe. Ask indirect questions to get people to reveal their weaknesses and intentions. There, are, there is no occasion that is not an opportunity for artful spying. Now if you saw my previous video on Law 13 which was learning how to ask for help and appear to people's self-interest, well then this Law 14 actually assists with that. I, I've realized it as I'm reading this book the second time that Law 14 works in conjunction with 13. You're posing your friend working as a spy and what you're really doing is gathering information. Now by gathering information, you can appeal to people's self-interest more accurately. So if you want to have a thorough understanding of how these two laws work, watch them back to back if you have the time. So initially, I look at this title, Pose as a Friend, Work as a Spy, and it doesn't appeal to me. So to tweak it, just think of it like this. You're gathering information on people to better understand them. That's really what this law is about, and I'll explain exactly how it is right now. Keys to power. Okay, so in the realm of power, your goal is a degree of control over future events. Part of the problem you face then is that people won't tell you all their thoughts, emotions, and plans. Controlling what they say, they often keep the most critical parts of their character hidden, their weaknesses, ulterior motives, obsessions. You cannot predict someone's moves if you are constantly in the dark about who they are. The trick is to find a way to probe them to find out their secrets and hidden intentions without letting them know what you are up to. You are gathering information in a tactful manner. Now the story describes here of a man tactfully placing himself in the presence of another over and over and over again to make him like him. The story doesn't really appeal to me so I want to try and bring it to some real life shit because obviously hundreds of years have changed how we behave so we don't act actually have to physically spy on people to find more information but through one of the stories which I won't talk about but I'll talk about what is important in this story uh, one of this this name is a guy called Tarryland who was a French politician always suppressed himself in conversation he suppressed his own judgments and ideas and let others talk endlessly about themselves as they inadvertently revealed intentions and plans. Here's the thing. Here's what's great about human beings. That you need to understand everybody loves to talk about themselves. Now what I've noticed is that people will talk on subjects that you don't even ask them on. They will answer on topics you never even brought up. They will tell you about your their day Without you even asking, I'm get that you happens all the time. If you just observe and listen and conceal your intentions, always say less than necessary, law of three and four. You try and do those things, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. And you will be able to do law 14, pose as a friend, work as a spy, aka gather more information. So the key is just keeping quiet and letting the other person talk. Probing by asking small but open-ended questions that allow a lot of room for a lot of a lot of room to speak. Now here's a really interesting like trick, I don't want to call it a trick, a little tactic that that this French foreign minister Thailand used. He 
would he would be in a group of people talking. Imagine you're in a group of people, you're at a party, you're talking to a group of people. Well, Carolyn's party was like foreign ministers around him, politicians. So he would blurt out some made-up secret that he suspected, and then he would sit back and watch the listeners' reactions. And he would be able to tell. He would be able to observe their behavior and tell who's thinking what and their intentions by how they respond to his very lie. Now, you could do the same thing. You could do the exact same thing. You're at a party. You're at a group of friends in front of you. You know, you just... You don't even have to say it was from you. You could make something up. Oh, I I heard so-and-so said this. I heard... I. You know, I've been hearing, you know, people have been talking about X, whatever, insert your own lie or insert what you suspect and sit back and watch how people respond and watch how they all look at each other. Watch how their body language changes. By making up a lie, you can gather a lot of information. This quote pertains perfectly. During social gatherings and innocuous encounters, pay attention. This is when people's guards are down. By suppressing your own personality, you can make them reveal things. The brilliance of the maneuver is that they will mistake your interest in their friendship so that you not only learn, you make allies. Okay, but you have to practice it with caution because people can suspect you're trying to, you know, worm secrets out of them. If you're too pushy and if you go on about it in a in a inauthentic way, your search for gems or of information cannot be too obvious, or your probing questions will reveal more about yourself and your intentions than about the information you hope to find. So be careful. Sincerity is found in very few men and is often the cleverest of ruses. One is sincere in order to draw out the confidence and secrets of the other. By pretending to bear your heart to another person, in other words, you make them more likely to reveal their own secrets. Give them a false confession, and they will give you a real one. Make up a lie, as I said before, and you will see the real truth. Or you will see people try and hide the truth. And by that very action, you will see the truth. But this needs to be done sincerely. If you don't know how to do it sincerely, then you need to practice. You need to practice communicating with people. And you need to read more and practice more and take action. But in the end, sincerity will lower any type of doubt the person has in your words. Reversal. Here's the thing. Information is critical to power, but just as you spy on other people, you must be prepared for them to spy on you. One of the most potent weapons in the battle for information, then, is giving out false information. As Winston Churchill said, Truth is so precious that she should always be attended by a bodyguard of lies. You must surround yourself with such a bodyguard so that your truth cannot be penetrated. By planting the information of your choice, you control the game. Truth, as I want to say that quote again, because Winston Churchill is a really great incredible leader that we once had truth is so precious that that she should always be attended by a bodyguard of lies now no you don't have to take it so literally where you have to do that with everything where you know you have to start lying about what you did today and what you got up to no you don't have to do that but things that you hold close to you things that 
you want kept private, secret, or only for a very, very select few people, then you may want to do that. Because if you want to spy on people, you know someone's going to try and come at you and spy on you for information. Whether they read this book or not is not important. People are going to do it regardless. While spying gives you a third eye, disinformation puts that one on your enemy's eyes. A cyclops, he always misses his target. Law 14. Pose as a friend, work as a spy.